0: Hello and a very warm welcome back to the Fearless Finance Podcast. This episode is all about your values, how to discover them and use them in meaningful ways. If you listened to the previous episode with career coach Claire McKenzie, you'll remember how she uses an understanding of your values to help direct your decisions and future actions. And that led me to do a little more research into the importance of values and come up with what I hope at least will be a comprehensive guide. So can you articulate your top five or 10 values which are most important to you? Chances are not. I remember doing a neuro-linguistic programming course or NLP in my late 30s, and that was the first time I can really recollect looking into my personal values. One of which was then, and has consistently been since, the value of freedom. Specifically, the freedom to live and work where I want and when I want. And that's been quite a challenge during the pandemic, with travel restrictions and lockdown, etc. But it's something that guides my decision moving forwards. In my coaching work, I've noticed that individuals experience greater fulfillment when they live by their values. And when we don't, our mental, emotional and physical state suffers. And I've known this to be true in my life also. So let's jump in. Values are a part of us. They highlight what we stand for. They can represent our unique individual essence. And values guide our behavior, providing us with a personal code of conduct. When we honor our personal core values consistently, we experience fulfillment. And when we don't, we are incongruent and are more likely to escape into bad habits or regress into childlike behavior to uplift ourselves perhaps escaping into uh, alcohol or drugs or uh, other self-sabotaging behavior. But as I said earlier, most of us don't know our values. We don't understand what's most important to us. Instead, we focus on what our society, culture or media values. Without undergoing a discovery process, it's challenging to identify your personal core values. It's easy to speculate and idealize what you should value, but knowing and accepting what you value takes a little effort. And while the following process I'm going to outline today is best done with a qualified coach, you can do it on your own if you apply some patience, self-honesty and determination. So if you're ready and able, take out your journal or a notepad or even note taking app on your phone and let's get going. There's seven steps to creating distinct and meaningful core values that will serve you in each and every area of your life and work. So step one is to begin with a beginner's mind. It's too easy to presume that we know the answer at the start and to therefore never embark on a creative personal discovery process. So adopt the mind of a beginner, someone with no preconceived notions of what is, to give you access to inner truths to which your subconscious mind is still unaware. So take a deep breath and empty your mind if you can. Remember that your conscious mind doesn't have all the answers create a space for new insights and revelations to emerge. Getting in the right mental and emotional state is an essential first step. You might like to play some music, light a candle, or just sit in a quiet place and kind of be at one with yourself. All right, so without getting too hippy, let's get into step two. So this is where we create an initial list of our personal values. Arriving at a concise and short list of personal values can be a bit daunting, There's plenty of lists online, and some of them have almost 400 values to choose from. But I don't really recommend going from a predetermined list because we then go, oh yeah, that's a good one, I'll add that, I'll add that, and you're really accepting other people's suggestions. And also our values aren't selected. We more discover and reveal them. So to help you uncover your personal core values, here are three processes you can try. Number one is considering peak experiences. So think about your past and remember a meaningful moment, a peak experience that stands out. What was happening to you? What was going on and what values were you honoring at this time? So perhaps you were speaking on stage, perhaps you were spending time with friends or family, perhaps you were walking on a beach or in a beautiful landscape. And number two is perhaps the opposite, looking at suppressed values. So we'll go in the opposite direction and consider a time when you were angry, frustrated or upset. What was going on there? What were you feeling? And you could flip those feelings around to identify what value was being suppressed. And the third one is thinking about what's most important in your life beyond your most basic human needs. What must you have in your life to experience fulfillment? Might that be creative self-expression, strong sense of health and vitality or excitement and adventure surrounded by beauty, always learning and growing. These are the personal values you must honor or a part of you feels like it's withering away. So back to our list. So step number three is to collate or chunk your personal values into related groups. So we'll take your large list that you've had, from step two, and we've got a master list of personal values. Maybe you've got between 20 and 40, I don't know. But it's too many to be actionable. The next step is to group the values under related themes. So let's say some of mine, for example, are learning, growth, personal development and they relate to each other. So they could go under a theme of growth or development, for example, if you have values such as connection, belonging, intimacy, they're related to, and they could form another group. So once we've got that, we're into step four, we can then highlight the central theme of that group. Okay, so another example, let's say we've got honesty, integrity, candor, trust, directness maybe. Uh, think of a word that best represents that group. For example, integrity might work as a central theme for those values. Now at number five. This is perhaps the hardest part. We've still got perhaps a sizable list of values and we need to whittle it down to a more usable number. So you need to think about what values are most essential to your life. Which values represent your primary way of being? What values are essential to supporting your best self? Now, we're all unique individuals and we all possess certain strengths and weaknesses, but your values are what matters most to you. So how many should we end up with? Well, too few and you won't capture all the unique dimensions of your unique being. And too many, you'll forget them or you just won't take advantage of them. So while it differs for each person seems to be between five and ten now we have to rank them in order of importance and this is often the most challenging part sometimes you might need several sittings to come back to it and give it some time but you know don't beat yourself up about this this is your list and if you rank one above another that might be how you're feeling in the moment and nobody else has to to judge you on that number six we can add a little creativity to make the, make the phrases a little bit more memorable or have some emotional connection to you. We can use inspiring words and vocabulary to rewrite the value statement because our brains are sometimes quick to delete or ignore mundane and commonplace. And think about words that evoke or trigger an emotional response, make your value statements rich and meaningful to you so they inspire you to uphold them. So for example, if you've got a core value of health, rather than saying I want optimum health or I value optimum health, your statement might be something like to live with full vitality and energy every day. It feels more uh, visceral and, and alive. Okay, number seven, we're near the end here. So once you've completed your list of core values, walk away from them perhaps and revisit them uh, your next day or after a good night's sleep and review your list how do they make you feel do you feel they're consistent with who you are or who you want to be and are they personal to you and check your priority ranking do you feel like your values are now in the proper orders of importance but remember again nothing is final you can make any tweaks or changes as required so there you go congratulations you've got a definitive list of your personal values now what's important is perhaps to think about how well are you currently living these personal values so we've got our list of our top five to ten values and we've said that these are the most essential for us living our best lives now we want to see how well we're honoring each one so we could score them today based on a scale of one to ten where ten perhaps represents our optimal uh, living that value So what's your current level of satisfaction with each one record a score for each and then put the date on it and you can come back to this perhaps in a month or in a quarter and assess your progress. And what happens if you've got a low score for one? Well, perhaps, you know, you're five or below. What changes do you need to make? What has to happen for you to further honor this value? If your value is creativity and adventure, for example, What are you doing that helps stimulate creativity? And what could you do? An adventure, perhaps, hopefully now the world is opening up a little bit, you could schedule a trip. Even if it's not climbing Kilimanjaro, I'm sure there are adventurous activities you could take closer to home. What about using your values to make decisions? Once we've got our scores and our values as identified, we can then imagine our life several months or years ahead After we've made the difficult decision, for example, you're thinking about moving house or changing jobs or starting a business or making some other life change. So visualize yourself in that new business or in the new home and think about how your personal values will be affected. Visualize yourself once you're there and then score yourself from that place. So how have your values increased? Or does it cause any friction with one of your other values? Is there some conflict there? And this process will help bring a new level of clarity to your decision making. Once you've spent the time and the trouble to identify your core values, then you can use them to make everyday decisions and know that you're making your choices based on your values and being in integrity. Okay, so there we go. Lots of information to take on board. Let me just do a quick recap. First of all start by sitting in a quiet place, getting in a calm state and where you won't be disturbed just jot down some of the values that come to mind. That either you experienced when you were living a really good version of yourself, things that frustrate and annoy you and you want the reverse of, or things that you think you really can't live without. Once you've got your list try and clarify them a little bit by clumping or grouping them together to see where, where there's some overlap. And then narrow down your definitive list, hopefully between 5 and 10, then rewrite those using powerful and emotional and emotive language to make them come alive. All right. And once you've got your list, you could then put them into a ranking order and give them a score of how you currently feel you're living those values. If there's areas to improve, which there may well be, think about how you can make a plan to improve those maybe one at a time or all together. And then come back to those values in a month or six months or a year's time to see how well you're moving in that direction. And finally, using your values to make decisions. If if you're facing a big decision or a crossroads, think about how your values will now dictate that decision making. Evaluate your choices and then look backwards from that point to see how your values will be affected. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna sit down and do that myself. Uh, It's something I come around to uh, every year, but I haven't done it so far for 2022. So I'm going to do that and I wish you all the best in doing your own. And finally, it'd be great to hear from you. I've had some lovely feedback on various different episodes, and I know we've got listeners in the UK, in the States, Australia and even Germany. But it'd be great just to hear from you uh, so you can reach out on social media for example on instagram i am at d.j.britain you can just stop by and say hi or find us on facebook at fearlessfinance.co so i'm very much looking forward to hearing from you and your thoughts on this and any other episode and until next time live your values and i'll see you soon bye-bye